The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at VisitRunLake.com and EnjoyRunLake.com, BizBait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's bizbait.com. Mark1sportfishing.com, my favorite walleye charter on Lake Erie, and bayzedge.com, the most luxurious townhomes and the only place you'll ever want to stay on your next trip to Lake Erie. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy today's show and follow me into the great outdoors. On this week's Chauncey's Great Outdoors, we will have on the winners of the first college fishing tournament by the FLW, who happen to be Blake Jackson and Nate Doty of McKendry University. They're down in southern Illinois, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we'll have them on to talk about how they won their first tournament of the year. And then my good buddy, Stan Tequila. Stan he is the greatest naturalist, and I know I have a lot of friends who are naturalists. Please don't be upset with me. This guy is really good, and he is so knowledgeable. makes it easy for us to all understand. We had him on about a month ago. Well, he's coming on to talk to us about the monarch butterflies. Yeah, those beautiful butterflies that we're not seeing a lot of this year. And I know we're going to learn something from Stan because we always learn from Stan Never fails. Then my good buddy Phil Piscatello from the Borderline Guide Service is going to tell us how to catch fish on the hottest days of the year. Yeah, I know we could have used them this past week because it's been really, really hot. And uh, so we're going to learn from him how to do all of this, catch fish. We're going to learn monarch butterflies. We're also going to learn about how two young college kids that are studying uh, environmental science and marketing and business and fishing tournaments to go to college. I wish I was in college. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I also don't want you to forget about the big fundraiser that's going to be going on today at the Port of Blarney's for uh, the Blarney Bassmasters. Uh, they, one of their people have gotten into a very bad accident that is paralyzed from the chest down two young daughters a wife everything and they're trying to raise a lot of money to help them out so come on out to the port of blarney by 11 o'clock stay for a couple hours have something to eat and become part of the raffle then in our last segment we'll have on our aiden fishing report which seems to be the most popular thing on chauncey's great outdoors and then we will also 
uh, have fishing reports from other parts of the area, including uh, Lake Erie, Southern Illinois, and many others. Remember to tell your friends to tune in and listen to us on ESPN Chicago app, and you can hear today's show, or you can listen to any one of our podcasts and subscribe to them for free. Sounds good to me. Who's on the phone? Guess what? We have, we are the champions. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, we have two very, very good college anglers here from McKendree University. We have Blake Jackson and Nate Doty. Is, it, is that how you say it, Nate? Yep, Doty. Yep, that's Do- correct. Okay. Uh, they both fish for McKendree University uh, down in Lebanon, Illinois, which is a I am not kidding you folks, a power, powerhouse of fishing uh, in the college circuit. And just so all of those high school people that are listening, you can get scholarship money for fishing at McKendry. Put that in your notebook. Hey, guys, let's talk about it. First of all, uh, let me start out with uh, Blake. Blake, this was at uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, right? Yes, that's correct. Now, how many boats are in the tournament? Uh, on this tournament, um, there was a little over, I think, 50. I think there was 54, 55, something around that range. That's a good number. These are from schools all over the Midwest, correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, this was the, the FLW College Open, um, so anyone could come. I know there was some teams up from uh, Tarleton State University, which is down in Texas, so uh, just about all across the country, they were there. Okay, cool. And this is, once again, was... Uh the Abu Garcia College Fishing, uh, presented by the Yeti Tournament on the Mississippi River. And a lot of people, of the elite anglers have fished the, the lacrosse area, and there's a lot of backwaters and side cuts and all kinds of stuff on that river. And, uh, you know, Nate, that must have been kind of a, a different scenario to fish, not a, a, an impoundment yeah. or a lake, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's actually pretty overwhelming when you get there, not going to lie, because you launch the boat in, and, man, it looks like you can catch a fish anywhere you want. But uh, that definitely wasn't the case, that's for sure. You guys, how many day tournament was it? It was a one-day event. Oh, a one-day event, so winner yeah. takes all. Uh, it was on uh, Friday of last week, so you guys came in with how many pounds we came in with 14 pounds and 10 ounces. 14 pounds, 10 ounces. And that was, I think, five fish, right? Yes, that's correct. That would be five fish over 14 inches. Did you do any culling, Nate? Oh, yeah, we did some culling. I think we pulled about three times during the day, maybe four. Wow. What was your guys' biggest fish there? Um, it was by the guess, it's probably three and a half pounds. A three and a half pound fish? Uh, yep. Now, you have no idea what the other anglers are doing, correct? That's correct. So, you know, you're just out there fishing, you know, right to the wall, pitching in. Let's let's start out right there. What were you using for bait on a Mississippi? Because, I mean, I love fishing the Mississippi River. What were you guys using? Nate? What we were throwing this week was uh, mainly relied on crankbaits and a uh, chatterbait. Anything chatter-related was kind of our go-to. Hmm. Any any reason why you went with the chatterbait? Oh, uh, biggest reason we went with that is we found an area kind of with some current rolling through it, and that's what we found that 
the fish were really, when they'd pull up in the right areas where we could catch them, that's what they were doing there, pulling up on some shallow points and uh, looking to feed on shad that was getting pushed through there um, due to the current. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> you're, you're working these areas. Did you wind up going with anything else and get any hits, any plastics or stuff? Nate, that, did you, were you no. using any plastics or no? Yeah, no, we actually, we didn't. We In practice, we pulled up and started catching fish on, like, moving baits, like Blake said. You know, we caught some on the swim bait, on chatter bait mainly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we flipped some areas. We threw a frog. You know how frogs are on the Mississippi River. Everyone catches them on a frog, right? Yeah. We could not buy a bite <laughs> on a frog. So we gave up on that real quick because we were catching fish a lot more, you know, efficiently and, and more numbers on shad moving bait. Mm-hmm. One bait that a lot of people like to use, uh, it comes recommended by a lot of pros, it's called a moss boss, and it's a, it's a surface bait. A lot of them are colored like a frog or a spotted frog, except when Chauncey uses it, all he does is watch these bass come up from underneath it, hit it, and throw it in the air about two to three feet, and I, I, I could never catch a fish on it. <laughs> <laughs> It's unreal. So now here you guys are out fishing. Uh, you're using the chatterbaits. Uh, you know, you're really concentrating. You've, you've called some fish, and you have to go to the weigh-in, right, with everybody else. And yep, that's right. You weren't one of the first ones to weigh in, were you? Uh, we were probably like the fifth or sixth bag to weigh in. So you're the fifth or sixth bag to weigh in. And once again, that was fourteen pounds nine ounces, right? Ten ounces. Uh, we, oh, ten ounces. Yeah, we had 10. Okay, fourteen yeah. ten. You got fourteen ten, and then the teams start coming up there, and they're dropping their bags. Some are, some are lighter. Some have got some nice bags, and then you guys have to start sweating a little bit, don't you? <laughs> oh yeah, we were sweating for sure. That uh, one ounce lead wasn't. Uh, very reassuring for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, so here you are at 1410. Um, I'm sorry. It, uh, yeah, 1410. And the, the schools are coming up. They're dropping their fish on their scales. They're, you know, ra- you know, yelling the weights off and everything else. And then Iowa comes up there with how much? I believe it was up the team in second. I think with 14-9, I believe. Yeah, they were the second place team at 14-9. Third place was fourteen five. Guys, do you have nerves of steel, or were you, were, could you see the water coming off your brow? <laughs> it was it was it was nerve wracking. I will uh, I will say that we we went up there and we we had the lead, and you know we were we were pretty excited. But at the beginning, we didn't. We were like, I, I don't think it's going to hold on. Somebody will catch him real good. And, and the next thing I know, they're start they're starting to call for like. Bring your fish up, last call kind of thing, and uh, we still had the lead. And it was funny, you know, people were carrying their bags in um, with water um, up to the weigh tank, and then they get them bumped and uh, take them up on stage and weigh them. And every time every team uh, would pass by, me and Nate would look at each other and go, "Man, I think they they may have a speed. They got some good ones." And it, it's so hard to tell with water, but I I think it was uh, it was more nerve saying they got a speed, but at the end of the day, they didn't. So we couldn't be more happy. Oh yeah, and and bass fishing is a game of of ounces and tenths of ounces because the certified scale. I will never forget 
uh, when Mike Iaconelli lost the Bassmaster Classic to Kevin Van Dam on a quarter of an ounce. And you and he knew it within thirty seconds. <laughs> you know, I mean, and it's just it's this is a big mind game bass fish, and a lot of people don't quite understand that. And uh, you know, that's really kind of cool. And you know, McKendry does a great job with their fishing program, don't they, guys? Nate? Oh, oh yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. I'm I'm so glad I picked this school. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. What what is you know? Now it's okay to change your major three or four times while in college, not for your parents, but for you, it's okay. Um, you know, what, what are you uh, looking uh, at? Uh, you know, majoring in? Uh, my major is uh, environmental science. Mm. So you know, anything with the environment. You know, I love being outdoors. That's what fishing is, and. And I want to do that after college for sure. Cool. Blake, how about you? Yo, what I'm going into right now is a little bit of business marketing and business management degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping to eventually turn that into something working, taking that degree and using it in the fishing industry in, in uh, some sort of fashion. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, there was one pro angler. Just so you guys know, I was. I asked the question. I said, who makes you nervous in the circuit? And they go, what do you mean? Who, I mean, your competitors. I mean, who makes you you really nervous? And you know what the guy said to me, which caught me off guard? He goes, it's none of these guys. It's the guys in college and the girls in college that are working their way up. He says they come out 10 years ahead of us in knowledge and skills than when we started. And I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. That's That's coming from one of the top guys, okay? So I was I was quite impressed yep. on that. I was quite impressed on that. Well, is the coach happy that you won? Did you scream and yell to him on the phone? Oh yeah, he's you know he's excited. He goes everywhere with us, and he got to enjoy the whole way in and bite his nails too, waiting for the end result. <laughs> uh, was his wife with you guys too? Yes, sir. Oh, she because she's mama to everybody on the team. I know that. Oh, heck yeah. She's never <laughs> not there, that's for sure. <laughs> she's mama to everybody on that team. <laughs> and she was probably more nervous than both of you guys together. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I want to congratulate you guys. Uh, and, and if people want to follow McKendry, they can do it by going to the McKendry University site and clicking, typing fishing in the search engine, and you can see the different places that you guys have been, you know, going to and uh, fishing and stuff like that. Is that right? Yeah, yep, that's, that's correct. correct. That's correct. Well, I want to congratulate you two. Once again, we're talking to Blake Jackson and uh, Nate Doty. Uh, any uh, final comments, Blake, from you before I let you go? No, it was just a great week, and uh, glad to be back home, and we enjoyed the awesome weather up in the cross. Mm-hmm. Make it back up there one day. No, sounds good. Nate, what about you? Well, uh, just thanks for letting us on your show. That's for sure. Oh, you're you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. You guys, anytime you got something going on, don't be afraid to call Chauncey's Great Outdoors because McKendry University has always an open mic here. All right, guys. Yep, we appreciate it. No problem. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. 
Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury Repower Center in Northeast Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price from the only authorized Mercury Repowered Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Don't just make your next walleye trip to Lake Erie just another trip. Make it a Bay's Edge and Mark 1 Sport Fishing Charter walleye trip with world-class fishing and luxurious lodging to meet your family and group demands. You can rent a modern three-bedroom townhouse that includes towels, linens, a fully equipped kitchen, two baths, a gas grill, a washer and dryer, and more. Then set out on a trip with Mark 1 Charters and be part of the best walleye fishing in years on Lake Erie with everything provided. For more information, call 419-734-3016 or go to baysedge.com or mark1sportfishing.com. 
On your next trip to the great north woods of Hayward, Wisconsin, make sure your plans include an evening of fun or stay at Seven Winds Casino, Lodge, and Conference Center. While enjoying your stay at Seven Winds Casino and Lodge, you can explore the beauty of the area and then come back and enjoy your time at the gaming tables, slot machines, and more. All at Seven Winds Casino and Lodge and Conference Center. Seven Winds Casino and Lodge is also committed to your protection and is doing everything possible to reduce the spread of COVID-19 and ensure a clean, safe environment you will feel comfortable in. For reservations and more information about Seven Winds Casino and Lodge, go to sevenwindscasino.com or call them at 833-47-WINDS. That's 833-47-WINDS. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Hey there, fellas. We got the day off. What you want to do? They want to stay home and cut the grass? No. Let's go out to the junkyard and watch the bumpers run. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on the phone with me. Ah, I told him I've got to say it. He's my brother from a different mother. Uh, Stan Tequila. Stan, how are you? Doing good, Chauncey. How are you doing today? I'm happy that I, you're, I'm talking to you because I learn, I listen. It, it's just, it's not even an interview. This is a conversation that we have about the great outdoors. Because as sportsmen, we want to know more about what we see. You don't just say, well, I'm a big outdoorsman. No, you're not. You need to learn about botany and, and insects and this and that and everything. And as somebody said, all the allergies. <laughs> But I want to ask you about, because I haven't seen any yet, but they're going to be, you know, my my favorite plants haven't bloomed in my backyard. Uh, The monarch butterfly, which needs help. Yeah, the monarch butterfly is one of those um, critters, I'll just call it critter, um, that is uh, near (laughs) mind-blowing in how interesting, how unique uh, they are. First of all, they're only found in the Americas. Uh, so they're only found here in uh, Mexico. And um, uh, by the way, did you know Mexico is part of North America? So it's only found here in North America. And it is just, uh, it, but it's legendary. It's known around the world. The monarch butterfly is known around the world because of its legendary migration. Most monarch, most butterflies, let me just back up, most butterflies don't migrate. They have a uh, lifespan that goes very short, and they just reproduce with eggs. And uh, and that's how they get through the winter time. Monarchs are unusual in that uh, not only do they migrate. So let's just say at this time of year, uh, summertime, the monarchs have been coming up from the south. They spent their winters in the mountains of Mexico, and then there's some places in southern California. But those ones in California don't come up into the Midwest where we're located. Mm-hmm. So the um, the monarchs in Mexico come up 
in the springtime, say in April or so, and they'll make it as far north as like Texas, um, kind of uh, Arkansas and such. They will lay eggs, and those females will die. Uh, those eggs will hatch into tiny little caterpillars, go through seven stages of growth until they become a full-size caterpillar. That caterpillar then will go off and metamorphosis into a chrysalis. The chrysalis is that little green bag that kind of hangs there. Inside that green bag, that chrysalis, all the cells within the body of that caterpillar liquefy, rearrange, and come back as something completely different as the adult butterfly. The, the chrysalis then opens up, and from there comes the adult butterfly. Completely different animal, you know. Starts out as a caterpillar and, and turns into this butterfly. That generation of, that's the first generation of monarchs, will then fly north, and they'll get as far as maybe Kansas or uh, maybe southern Illinois, lay eggs, and die. And those eggs will then hatch in more caterpillars. And you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. And by the time it's hitting the, sh- the Chicago lander, it's usually the third or fourth generation. I'm in Minnesota, and so by the time they hit Minnesota, they're like the fourth generation. And then those are the ones that show up in the summertime. They will last for a month or two here in the summer, and then in the fall, late summer uh, towards fall, they will start to migrate and head south. So it's like the fifth generation where uh, they live longer. They'll live upwards of eight months, and those are the ones that will turn, fly south, go all the way down to Mexico. Can you imagine trying to, okay, five generations later, so your great-great-great-great-grandparents are the ones who were in Mexico, and now you have to follow their route and get down to Mexico and spend the winter there. How do they know where Mexico's at? How do they know when they've got there, they're in the right place? You know, it's five generations later. <laughs> this is mind-blowing stuff. And then they will winter. They will spend their whole winter there, and in the spring, come back up, like again, into, like, Texas or so, lay eggs, die, and start the whole process over again. Truly remarkable. Animal. All I'm going to say is, it's the term that I've stolen from Stan. Gee whiz, that's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is, this is, this is a very remarkable thing. Now, the monarchs depend on milkweed plants. Milkweeds are a whole group, it's a whole family of plants that have a white, milky, latex-type sap inside Mm -hmm. of it. In that sap are cardiac glycosides. These cardiac glycosides are a chemical that causes um, your heart to race, a flush feeling, and nausea and vomiting. So, but for some reason, the caterpillars can feed on that those leaves ingest those cardiac glycosides and have no effect from it. Uh, But what they do is they'll wall off those chemicals into their body, uh, turning that caterpillar and then later that butterfly into being toxic to other birds that may, or other animals that may eat them. Um, And so it has always been said that the reason why the monarch is orange and black is to advertise that, hey, I'm poisonous because I've ingested these cardiac glycosides. Um, pretty that's, cool story, right? That's amazing. This this is yeah. why Stan is on the show, everybody, because yeah. it, it this is something we see every day, flying in the backyard, crawling in the backyard, flying over our heads, uh, or you're out camping and you see something. I mean, these are so cool of an item that, you know, 
you're you're answering all my questions, and you know, I remember how we used to take all the you know, oh, you got to get rid of the milkweeds, you know, they're no good, or you got to rip them out, yeah. spray them, and now they want us to plant milkweed. Yes, yeah, milkweeds are, are what we need, and there's a variety that are really great for growing in your garden. For example, butterfly weed mm-hmm. uh, produces these big clusters of orange flowers. They're absolutely stunning. Swamp milkweed has clusters of red flowers, and they're easy to grow. They're uh, they're they're not like finicky at all, uh, and so they're great plants to have around. The common milkweed is found just about anywhere. So these are really good plants. And what you'll find when you grow that is that there's a whole community, a whole host of insects that only live on a milkweed. And you can see all that yourself just by growing it in your garden and, and observing what types of uh, uh, insects are on it. Because so the female when she she's out looking for uh, monarchs, so she's she's mated and she's ready to lay eggs. She'll land on different leaves and she'll drum the leaf surface with her two front feet, and then she'll pick up the odor that comes off of that leaf with her antenna, and she's able to tell if she's on a milkweed or not. And then she'll if she's on a milkweed, her abdomen, which is the long part in the back. Will, will bend and go around the underneath side of the leaf and deposit a single egg. And a female can lay upwards of 500 eggs just for herself. I, I'm sitting here with my jaw on the table. This is amazing. Yeah. This is why. And this is just an insect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I... Let's, let's, kinda, let's get back to this orange and black warning sign, okay? Yeah. So this is, it's always been said, if you read all the books, uh, you know, when I went to college, this is the big thing was it's a warning sign. And they take it one step further. The viceroy butterfly, which is very similar to it, uh, is slightly smaller but has the same orange and black markings. They say he's mimicking the monarch to gain the uh, protection that the monarch has because, you know, uh, everybody knows that the monarch is a poisonous uh, butterfly. You don't want to eat it. And so, therefore, it is, uh, you know, kind of a cool uh, thing. Well, guess what? 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 I, I, I don't agree with any of it. Okay. What kind of defense system is it if it works after you're dead? <laughs> so, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I never saying, thought well, that way, yeah. You're poisonous, and you're orange and black, and, and this is your defense system. And it cannot be a good defense system if the effects of it happen after you've already perished. So that doesn't do you any good for, um, uh, you know, your survival now, does it? Well, so then people would say, well, it, it's an altruistic butterfly. <laughs> it, it's doing it. It's sacrificing itself so all other butterflies can, all the other monarchs can live. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's a that's a big stretch for me. So when I was in college, I did a lot of studies on uh, on, on this theory, and um, and in fact, what we did in the laboratory is we removed the head off of the monarch butterfly, um, showing that it's so its brain has been basically removed. Believe it or not, the monarchs continue to live for uh, upwards of three days, and they continue to function and act like they normally would, uh, showing that there's really not a big thought process going on there. So being an altruistic 
uh, butterfly, you know, I shall die so my brethren shall live, <laughs> is uh, probably not the right answer. So. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Everybody, yeah. we, we've been talking with Stan Tequila from uh, naturesmart.com. He's a, an author, a naturalist, a wildlife photographer. You can learn this so much, so much from his website, naturesmart.com. Uh, I've known him for many years, and it is my honor that he's back on the show because you know what? The more each one of us learn about the great outdoors, the more we appreciate the great outdoors. Thanks, Dan. All right, Chauncey. Talk to you next time. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up, and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Reed Power Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. But if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps, oil, electronics, life jackets, or water toys, you only need to make one call or stop. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. 
catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle, he's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel! The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! Somebody say, hey, we want some This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the phone with me, who is it? It's Phil Piscatella. How are you doing, Phil? Good, Chauncey. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay, I think. You know, trying to get everything coordinated and put together here. But uh, the reason, Phil has got a great guide service called Borderline Fishing, and I figured we need to talk to somebody who is out on the water a lot who can say to us, if you want to catch fish when it's hotter than bejesus outside, <laughs> let's get somebody who knows how to do it. And that's why we got Phil on the phone. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> You're welcome, John. Yep. <laughs> Heat fishing is, it's not hard. You just have to think different, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's picking the right species of fish to pursue during the um, warm weather months um, and the right time to pursue that fish. Um, For example, one of the number one species of fish I like to catch in the uh, summertime is the northern pike. And I like to specifically target these fish in the deep, clear lakes. And the reason being is um, these deep, clear lakes have a thermocline and they have deep water below that but it has oxygen in them where these fish can get into that deeper, cooler water and they feed actively throughout the hot summer months. Uh, examples of this are like Lake Geneva, uh, Big Green Lake, um, Lake Mendota over in Madison. And those areas have uh, really deep, clear lakes. They have nice northern pike, and those fish will get out of the warm weather water and they'll go down into the thermocline, cooler water, and they really bite really well this time of year. And you can catch them right during the middle of the day in the hot summer time. Well, how deep are you fishing? Um, depending on the lake, um, anywhere from the deep weed line, which in some lakes is 16, 18 feet, to as deep as 30, 40 feet. I don't like to target fish deeper than that because then you have a problem bringing them up out of deep water. It could damage the fish. So mm-hmm. I don't usually target fish any deeper than 30 feet in the summertime. Jeez, that's, that's you know, I, Phil, you just taught me something because normally when we get into the heat of the summer, I don't even think of pike. But now you got me thinking of pike. You know? Not bad. And this is an example. A lot of guys ask me, well, why can't I do this on these shallower lakes that have pike in them? And the reason is, in these shallow lakes, the fish are forced to stay in the warmer water because there is no oxygen in the deep water. Mm-hmm. And pike are, don't really do function really well in deep water, and it actually turns them off. They don't feed very well in that warm water. Whereas if you target the deeper lakes where they're allowed to go into this uh, cooler water. They feed really good during the summer. You can catch them during the daytime. And you can catch some really nice fish. It can be some really good fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to sidetrack you, but I remember being told by some biologists that, like on the, the Fox Chain of Lakes, not to fish below a certain depth because in the summer, you said there's no air down there. 
Exactly right. Fox chain, there's a thermocline. It shoots you around 17, 18, 19 feet of water right through there. Mm-hmm. And on those legs, below that, there's no oxygen, so there's no fish in that deep water. So then again, that's a perfect example. These fish are forced to stay up into that warmer water where there is oxygen. And for pike, they really they kind of um, they get a little sluggish in the summer and don't feed very well. So that's mm-hmm. why you want to target those deep, clear lakes yeah. for pike. What kind of baits would um, you be pitching for those guys? Um, live bait is really good this time of year. Oh, yeah. I like to use like a sucker minnow, a chub, or a larger golden roach minnow. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then just, really you know, good. working it deeper in those deeper edges and stuff like that. Okay, what are some other fish that I can try in the, I mean, you know, we just got, you know, 90, 97 degrees on, you know, middle of the week here. And then this weekend, it's it's going to be real pretty, but then... It's supposed to jack back up next week, I heard. So it's kind of like, all right, here we go again. That's why I got Phil on everybody, so he could tell us how to catch some fish in the heat. What other ones right, can we I look go, at? Right, and when we're going through that, I'd like to go through a couple other species real quick here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bluegills and crappies are next. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, for in the summertime, your better bluegills and crappies, they'll suspend outside the deep weed lines. Mm-hmm. And um, a good way to catch them is search with your electronics, and they'll show up really good on your electronics. And you, you want to get right outside your weed lines and just uh, drive down the weed lines and just look for uh, fish on your graph. Look for little points and fingers in the weed lines. And right outside the weed lines, you want to just look for uh, these suspended crappies and bluegills. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things, you know, because you mentioned deep weeds, uh, weeds are like an air conditioner to a lake. They give off oxygen. They have shade. You know, it, it becomes a comfort zone, just like your easy chair in your rec room with the air conditioner on. Maybe that's too Absolutely. simple. Absolutely. They give off <laughs> oxygen. They filter out the um, sediment in the water. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a really yeah. fish. It keeps some bait fish. That's pretty cool. And, um, and one unique uh, technique they use out there is a technique that they use down south, and it's called spider rigging. Yeah. And the and a friend of mine, Mike Furr, is a good friend of mine who's a walleye tournament guy. He fishes crappies and bluegills and other species, too. He put, turned me on to this spider rigging. And then when you think about it, it's like, well, it's done in the south, but why don't we do it up here? Because it targets um, suspended fish, and it works really well. Hmm. That's an interesting thing. I don't see very many people up north doing it. And just really quick, for people who don't know what it is, it's like simply trolling, and you have a special rod holder in the front of the boat. It holds, it'll hold like four to eight different rods, and these rods you use are crappy rods. They're not very expensive spinning rods, and they go anywhere from 12 to as long as 16 foot in length. Mm-hmm. And what you do, you just um, vertical uh, fish. You put like an inline egg sinker, and a hook below that, and you just bait it with a live minnow or a jig and a plastic, and you just slowly troll with these baits going straight down in the water right in front of the boat. That's cool. That's a good way. That's it, it, I've done it down south. I've just never done it up here. And the thing is, why I was thinking about it, it's like, why don't we do that? Because it's it's a killer way to cover water in a deeper water and um, get into these suspended fish, and it really is productive. Yeah, and and think about it. All those rods off the bow of your boat, you're not just running one jig. 
you're running a school. So that's get, that catches their eye. Hey, what's that, Joe? Let's go over exactly. there and take Exactly. Now, exactly. You have like a school, and if you have two guys fishing, mm-hmm. you're tr- it's basically trolling. You can have three guys a person. So that's six rods pointed out in front of the boat. Mm-hmm. And then you can experiment with your depth. And how you determine the depth is, first of all, look at your electronics. You can usually see the uh, schools of fish on there. And just put your baits at or above the level of the fish. Cool. Cool. Hey, what about largemouth bass in the hot summer days of August here? Good. I'm glad you mentioned largemouth because that's an interesting topic. And I'm going to talk about the chain of lakes and these other shallow lakes. Now, normally you would think, yeah, these fish want to get out of this uh, hot water. They want to get down deeper where it's cooler, those deeper weeds and everything. But a lot of times, especially on big bass, these big bass will be in a shallow slop, um, uh, one to three feet of water, really shallow water, and there will be big fish in this water. And we've discovered that over years. This is through observation. It's by cruising, going through channels and stuff. Oh, you see, oh, there's a fish there, and there's a fish there, and the water temperature is like 90 degrees, and there's... Uh, you're in a couple of feet of water. Hmm. Uh, for example, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a couple of tournaments out here on the Fox Chain, and a big bass of each tournament was caught in uh, two to three feet of water on a frog in the back of a slap bay. This is in 90-degree temperatures. Wow. And most people would never even try that. Right, exactly. Everyone's thinking deep water, deep water. And there is, true, there is fish in deep water, but there's also fish in the middle and in the shallow zones, too, especially like on shallow lakes like the Fox Chain. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting fish deeper, you want to try that shallow, slop water, and there's a lot of big fish there. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense when you think about it, because you have, like, uh, duckweed and lily pads, mm-hmm. and you see there's um, bait fish in there, there's baby bluegills and bass, and there's insects all over, little dragonflies, mosquitoes, so... The food chain's there. That's what's keeping the big fish there. Yeah. Real quick, anything about walleye in the heat, or do we bypass them? Walleye is a tough, tough uh, bite during the summertime. Um, what I would say is, if you're fishing during the day, fish reaction baits, um, rip jigging, like a, a big hair jig, a big jig with a plastic, uh, like a rip and wrap, or the ice fishing uh, jigging Rapala. Mm-hmm and just snap jig them through the water for the reaction bite. Mm-hmm. That is a way you can target them during the day, during the summer. The other alternative is go to night fishing. Um, Geneva, Delavan, these guys are out there trolling out there at nighttime, and you can catch good fish at night. Mm, okay. All right, cool. Well, if somebody yeah. wants to get a hold of you, Phil, for a char- uh, to go out fishing with you, what's the best way to do it? Uh, you can... Um, Give me a call. My cell phone number is 847-638-7547. Okay, repeat that number. That is 847-638-7547. And don't miss your uh, article in Midwest Outdoors, right? Absolutely. And we have a few minutes to talk about one other item. Sure. Um, One other fish. If you guys are multi-species fishermen and you want to go for a big trophy fish, Flathead catfish. Oh, yeah. And if you want to target these fish during the day, at nighttime, I'm saying, during the summer, you want to go out there with a, a um, you want to go out during the day, do your, um, do your um, searching. You want to search the river, 
you want to fish rivers, uh, I'm talking like the Rock, the Fox, the Kankakee, any of these rivers hold these big fish. Mm. What you do during the day, just um, drive down the river, look for river bends with holes, and if these holes have like down timber and wood in them, it's even better. Then go out there at night. The best bait to use is go out there and catch like small bluegills or bullheads and use them on bottom rigs with circle hooks for big flatheads. Mm. Okay, Oak. Good idea. And boy, let me tell you, once you get a, cat, a flathead catfish, a good sized one, you're going to think about fishing only them for a while because they put up a great fight. They put up a good fight. And they get big chunks. We're talking uh-huh. 20, 30, 40 pound fish, and no one's targeting them. Oh, my God. Let's get out there. And <laughs> and they taste good in a frying pan. But that's another subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, thanks so much for coming on the show this morning. And once again, Phil Piscatello from the Borderline Fishing. Uh, guide service. And your phone number again? The phone number is 847-38-7547. Sounds good, my friend. Take care, okay? You too, Chauncey. Thanks. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Reed Power Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. But if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps, oil, electronics, life jackets, or water toys, you only need to make one call or stop. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting, all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Learn, watch, and app. Watch, learn, and apply information is the key to success. 
on hookandhunttv.com. Own your own boat and want to make your next walleye trip to Port Clinton enjoyable? Then call Bay's Edge at 419-734-3016 and enjoy a beautiful townhouse with a full kitchen, sleeping for seven, spacious living quarters, a private deck on a huge pond full of the biggest fish you will ever see and catch, all catch and release. But you can also pull your own boat right next to the townhouse and recharge your batteries to be ready for that next day to catch that walleye of a lifetime. Once you stay at BaysEdge.com, you won't stay anywhere else. For more information, call 419-734-3016 or go to BaysEdge.com and be amazed of Lake Erie's best-kept secret, BaysEdge.com. On your next trip to the great north woods of Hayward, Wisconsin, make sure your plans include an evening of fun or stay at Seven Winds Casino, Lodge, and Conference Center. While enjoying your stay at Seven Winds Casino and Lodge, you can explore the beauty of the area and then come back and enjoy your time at the gaming tables, slot machines, and more. All at Seven Winds Casino and Lodge and Conference Center. Seven Winds Casino and Lodge is also committed to your protection and is doing everything possible to reduce the spread of COVID-19 and ensure a clean, safe environment you will feel comfortable in. For reservations and more information about Seven Winds Casino and Lodge, go to sevenwindscasino.com or call them at 833-47-WINDS. That's 833-47-WINDS. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman. Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at bizbaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty... I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Whether it's cool... Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And uh, please remember, we're going to be up at the Port of Blarney's uh, today for that big fundraiser for one of their members who had a little accident and is paralyzed from the chest down. He's got two young daughters, wife, and uh, just we're trying to raise a lot of money for him. So come on out to the Port of Blarney's. Get there by 1130. Be part of the raffle and all the fun stuff. You know, you could have a couple of soda pops at the, the local establishment there, but that's okay. Let's get it. It's right here. The most famous part of Chauncey's Great Outdoors, the Aiden Fishing Report. Papa, start, well, school started. You know what that means. I'll have more next weekend. <laughs> Roger, Roger's Dad Fish, St. Joseph River area. 
Perch fishing was slow as the fish were all over in 25 to 50 feet of water. The guys on the pier caught freshwater drum and a few catfish, but the water has really warmed up, which means the steelhead left. Linda Sue's parents took her and I out evening run for a Muskegon River trip. That's not what it says what he wrote, but uh, most anglers I saw were catching smallmouth bass and bluegills. Perch and pike fishing was okay. Uh, We had perch for dinner. I thought you would like that. Trout fishing was very, very, very slow. I could hear him saying very, very, very slow because he plays the Elmer Fudd thing to me a lot. Okay, let's hear about Lake Erie. Uh, Our friends at Mark 1 Sport Fishing, a couple of weather fronts moved through and fish are found east and west of the harbor mouth at Port Clinton, Ohio. Gold, purple, and orange were hot colors on those blades uh, for casting night crawlers on spinners early in the morning, then trolling after 10 a.m. Uh, Call them now to set up a trip and a stay at Bay's Edge Townhouse at 419-734-3016. Fox Channel Lakes, catfish and crappie uh, are a little bit on the tough side. Uh, Bass, you can catch them, but you've got to work some shallow waters. Our buddies at Ren Lake with the Ren Lake Area Tourism are telling me that the catfish and crappie are Ren Lake are in a summer pattern, which means nobody's fishing for them because all those fish are shallow. Not deep, they're shallow. Make long casts to catch them, and you should do pretty well. Uh, get more information about lodging at enjoyrenlake.com. That's enjoyrenlake.com. Don't pass that one up. Uh, it's a great trip out there. We're seeing a lot of activity with the heat. Be careful out there. Uh, stay well hydrated and uh, fish the weed lines. Well, I hear the flute, and that means we have to end today's show. So I like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one comes from my friend Apensui Majwad. We lost a good friend of ours and a good friend of thou- hundreds of thousands, not hundreds, I mean thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of kids. Uh, an old friend of ours, Don Sutivan, who moved up to West Michigan, uh, was the township supervisor in Blue Lake, helped save a Waspi scout camp, taught thousands of kids the joys of scouting and everything like that. Uh, he passed this week. Uh, so, as always, remember to say his name every day around a council fire, because every time you say it, his spirit will lift with the smoke, and he will never be forgotten. We don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch. We really do borrow it all from our children's children's children. Remember that. We'll see you next week. Where? Right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 